Welcome to Hashtag Radio, I'm Fred McAwesome. I'm Carice McAwesome. And on this week's Uncultured Roundup of Soshi, so, Soshi? 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 Social Media, Web, Tech and Pop Culture, uh, we're going to be talking about a few different things. We've got the Samsung Galaxy Fold and how amazing and flawless that phone's been. <laughs> we're going to talk about the P30, Huawei's P30. Yep. Uh, what else have we got on the list there? Uh, we've also got the... Oh, some... Wearable stuff. I smart eyewear. Yeah, smart eyewear. And uh, we're going to finish off the show right at the end of the show. So we're telling you now, uh, right at the end of the show, we're going to be doing some spoilerific, um, spoilery stuff and talking about um, <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Yes. Um, but we've decided we're going to put that right at the end of the show intentionally, so that um, at once we'll tell you when. We'll tell you like at the point. This is it. Yeah, we'll let you know. Yep. All right. Don't listen from here on. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Hashtag Radio. The Samsung Fold. The Samsung Fold. Yeah, so I do want to tell you, because we all kind of really already know about what happened, what's happened so far with the Samsung Fold. Yep. Fine. But I do just, I just want to go back a bit in time. Simpler times. Simpler times. Yeah. Um, and I just want to, just want to show you a little bit of what they originally said. Okay, what did they say? Okay. And as you saw, the Galaxy Fold is a device unlike any that's come before it. At Samsung, we're driven to invent meaningful breakthroughs. With the Galaxy Fold, you get a powerful smartphone and a revolutionary tablet, all in a single premium package. When it's folded. It has a 4.6-inch display. When the device opens up, your world does too. With a massive 7.3-inch Infinity Flex display that transforms the Fold into a tablet. One of the biggest challenges was building the backbone of the device, something that could hold strong, even after hundreds of thousands of folds and unfolds. So we invented a sophisticated hinge system that allows you to open and close the Galaxy Fold smoothly and naturally. And the beauty of it is you don't even see it. <laughs> it's, um, going, it's going to be an amazing uh, device, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a, a new mobile category for sure. Yeah. I would put it in a really shit mobile category. Yep. The Samsung Galaxy Fold. It's a category, the folding phone category, I think, yeah. is the category that nobody asked for. No one wants it. Uh, Why do we need it? Yeah, so... Oh, so I think this is like the, the part, right? Hmm. Is you've got... Samsung Fold came out with a million different issues. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest issues is the actual market. Yeah. Who the fuck is in the market for a folding phone? Um, Rich wankers. That's honestly like... I, I remember when, when it was first announced, I tweeted something along the lines of... Okay, this is... A, the most expensive phone ever released yeah. by one of the big companies, by one of the mainstream ones, not counting gold-plated phones and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah uh, those are all luxury yeah, phones. Yeah. This, and this one here is definitely in that luxury market. But I remember saying I had concerns was, uh, who is this targeting for a use case scenario? Like, what is the use case scenario that we need a folding phone for? Yeah. Uh, I actually really thought... I've thought really hard about the use case scenario hmm. question. 
So the Samsung Fold phone mm -hmm. basically folded into a phone and when you opened it up it became a tablet. Mm -hmm. So I think you could probably get away with um, kids at school who are in those um, tech classes. Continue. Yeah, so it saves them having to get a phone and a tablet. You just got them a phone that is essentially a phone and a tablet. Are they using tablets in schools still though? I thought that we've gone away from tablets in schools because they were shit, shit. work devices. Yeah, they are. But you can never underestimate the stupidity of the education system yeah. to yeah. use an outdated technology. Yeah. I mean, it's not outdated. Tablets aren't outdated. They just never got to a scenario where it was good for a work device. Anyway... Going back to the Samsung Fold issues, hmm. um, the one thing that we did actually pick up, as soon as they actually mentioned the phone and they showed us hmm. the Samsung Fold, hmm. was you're eventually going to get a crease. crease the the screen crease, that's exactly what I had in my tweet because as well. Because it's a fold. How are they going to address the screen crease issue? It and turns out they didn't address it. They didn't, no. <laughs> it's just a, there's a crease in the screen and it's always going to be there. I did read an article the other day though, somebody who... Uh, didn't get just hands on with one they had one for the three weeks before the incident um, and they said they eventually got to a point where they just didn't even notice the crease yeah that's not going to work I, like, I'm, they're basically like saying, saying yeah but it's like saying um, I was okay with it because I have a crack in my phone because I smashed my glass yeah you got used to it like you're used to it yeah. but it's fucking annoying isn't yeah, it it still looks dumb yeah it's yeah. still stupid it's still dumb and I don't want to pay for a product that's going to have a crack in the phone, oh. or in this time, in this case, a fold. Mm. And you're getting it within a week of owning it. Yeah, um, it must have been pretty like because a lot of the reviewers were actually pulling off. Yeah, well, I was going to say we're going to get to that because this is this is the big thing with the fold is the screen gate or whatever you call it. Yeah. Oh well, it's not. One of the big issues, it's everything about this phone was a big issue. Yeah. But one of the things that reviewers were doing was actually pulling, pulling the... Pulling a layer off the screen. Pulling the layer off yeah. the screen. But, yeah. And I think part of that would have been due to the fact that that fold was created. Yeah. And so... Like, you you think it would have looked like a bubble. This is a theory that you've got, eh? Yeah, well, the crease, while, the crease would have kind of looked like a bubble in a... Yeah, so before it starts getting to that crease stage, because not a lot of them had it get to that crease stage yet. Yeah. They um expedi yeah, but it, they expediated expediated yeah. the um issue because they pulled off that um, layer. Yeah. Well that's what of course started causing the screen to stop working. Yeah, I know. Just stop working completely or start getting this weird black bleed all the way through. Yeah. But it, you wouldn't have pulled it off like it took me ages to realise on when I got my new phone. Uh, not the Samsung phone, it's got a different phone. Hmm. That um, I even had a cover on it to begin with. Yeah. So with the fold, I'm thinking it was it must have been starting to loosen up pretty weirdly. If you thought, oh fuck, the thing's screen loose. protectors on there. I better pull yeah, that off. Screen protectors like a little bit. Hmm. Um, I don't bubbly. Know. Why, why would you pull a screen protector off? Look. Because it starts getting bubbly or it starts yeah. creating. Like, seriously, that's why you generally tend to pull it off is because Because, yeah, the only time I ever pull... Like, mine doesn't have a screen protector on it now. And the only reason I pull mine off is because eventually it gets that scratched sort of look on it. Yeah, well, I only pulled mine off recently. Yeah. And I've had my phone for a year. Yeah. 
and the only reason why I pulled it off was because um, my son dropped my phone yeah. and it scratched. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to scratch my phone. No. But yeah, so that was a Samsung fold. What they did say, because of course, lots of issues, screen stops working, the actual screen can be peeled off, which yeah. is a big issue. There's fucking folds in the fold. Mm-hmm. I find that quite ironic. Well, what other issues did they have? Those were the big issues. Oh, that, and, uh, I personally think that the form factor is weird. It's not an issue, issue. Like it's what do you design. mean by form factor? Uh, the fact that it folds in the middle and is still a thick phone. Once you fold it, and the screen on the front Oh, is, it's not massively thick. Well, it's like... Uh, yeah, standard phone size, so right? This is a standard phone size. Like I've got I've got the... Uh, it'd be thicker than this, the yeah. slimline phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, that's what I'm saying. But I think, for thickness sake, it would have been probably like the... Not that one. Um, the Sony... The Sony that we had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, about that. Still, like the mid, the medium. The mid mid tier sort of smartphone size. Yeah. Um, in thickness range. Yeah. That, but the screen on the front is a really weird ratio, and the keyboard's almost unusable on the front screen. Yeah. Like, it's just weird. To me, I think I look at this device, and it reminds me of the Nokia Communicator from back in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, early two thousand. Sorry. Do you remember the Communicator? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was googling before. Was was this phone that uh, was about the same size, lengthwise, um, had a keyboard and stuff on it, but you opened it up in exactly the same way, and it had a screen and a keyboard on the inside, like a full qwerty keyboard. Yeah. That was another one that was the only people I knew who owned that phone when it was brand new. Yeah. Were rich business wankers. They never used it. They never used the inside of the phone properly. No. They were all just wanted it because it looked cooler than everyone else's phone. And it was like, at the time it was a status symbol, that phone. Yeah, yeah. This was pre-iPhone, so. And it was a status symbol. Yeah, I have a question. Hmm. Samsung sent all these phones out to reviewers. Yeah. Actually, Samsung held, uh, when they did the release, the initial release, and there were a lot of reviewers there. Yeah. Who mentioned a lot of the pro- um, who had suspicions about some of the problems yeah. already, the same as we did. Yeah. And then they sent out the review phones yeah. to all of these reviewers. Mm. Some reviewers don't even fucking wait until the embargo, embargo left it. Mm. They just, it was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. Um, but My phone's fucking out. Yeah, but they would have. They sent a lot of the reviewers, and like you could think this is worldwide. So we're mm. talking thousands of review phones have been sent out. Yeah. People start sending back information and going, guys. The phone's this, fucked. Yeah, this phone's not working properly. Yeah. Um. But it's only this week mm. that Samsung decide to take their phones back. Yeah, well that's what was interesting about it, is they announced that they were going to delay the launch mm. uh, because they want to address the issues that have been brought up by the media and reviewers. Yeah. 
I will actually. And it's the first time that I know of where they've done a recall of review units. I can't think of any other time a re review unit has been recalled. No, so what I will, uh, let's take a look at what Samsung said. Okay. We recently unveiled a completely new mobile category, a smartphone using multiple new technologies and materials to create a display that is flexible enough to fold. We are encouraged by the excitement around the Galaxy Fold. While many reviewers shared with us the vast potential they see, some also showed us how the device needs further improvements that could ensure the best possible user experience. To fully evaluate this feedback and run further internal tests, we have decided to delay the release of the Galaxy Fold. We plan to announce the release date in the coming weeks. Yeah, so that's... they don't know. Yeah. But, uh, 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 this is what I want my picking. <clears throat> They're going to come up with a way of having it so that that polymer layer is recessed into the phone as opposed to being accessible. Yeah. I think they need to readdress the hinge situation so that it's not putting so much stress on the inside screen and causing that crease. What I found funny... And I think that's the only two things they're going to address. Yeah, what I found funny was they said... They're um, not sending them all out and the batteries will explode. Yeah, but what they said was <laughs> they showed us how the device needs further improvement. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You think, though, you create a product that you've spent millions of dollars developing. Hmm. And okay, so they rushed it again, and Samsung's got a really bad habit of doing this. I wouldn't mind picking up. Of rushing the products yeah. in order to be first to market, and it always fucking backfires. Yeah, it does. And this is, I think, what they've done is they rushed it to market because they got wind of Huawei's folding phone, which turned out to be more but expensive always, and better. Yeah, but there's always, yeah, Huawei's not the only one with a folding phone. No, the ZTE have got a really ugly one that's apparently shit as well. Yeah, and doesn't LG have one? Not yet. Yeah. Um, have a look. But. Yeah, so the folding phones, they just, <laughs> yeah. yeah this, is one, are, this is the one time I think Apple's smart and they've gone, we're going to sit this round one out. Yeah, but Apple's <laughs> smart a lot. Uh, Apple has set out a lot of rounds. Yeah. Like, they're, they're so, so many rounds that they've set out, they're so far fucking behind. Yeah. That it's kind of like, come on, dude, just jump in this one time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The issues that Samsung said that they were going to be working on was actually the top and bottom exposed areas of the hinge. Yeah. And they also had instances where substances found inside the device affected the display performance. Inside the phone? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. And so, naturally, of course, they're going to strengthen the display protection, like you said. Uh, and they're going to enhance the guidance on care and use of the display. Yeah. <laughs> Including the protective layer. Uh, yeah, I'm not one. Like, we saw the whole battery bullshit mm -hmm. when they had their exploding phones. Yep. Now we've got their fold stuff, and yeah. I saw today that Samsung themselves has started leaking Galaxy Note. Yeah, because let's change the conversation. Let's start yeah, talking about this other thing. In order to try and change. Yeah. Um, the battery thing, I think a lot of people kind of forgave them for that shit, because Samsung generally is a good find. It's a good yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Galaxy Note battery issues were a huge fuck-up. It was up. unfortunate. Yeah. Was and you know, notice every phone they've had since their fast charging has been dialed back. Yeah. So their 
they find mm. themselves like the Galaxy Knight um, and all of that. Those those flagship brands mm. um, are high qual. Yeah. Like I'd I'd happily have one of those. Yeah. Um, but hint, hint, um, but the the fold and the exploding batteries and kind of the slow responses I think as well mm. is actually I find very detrimental like I'm becoming dubious of Samsung mm. products and that's definitely something you don't want as a big huge like you they've taken out Apple they're mm. the number one phone company in, phone the, company in the world yeah. um, so it should be a brand I trust but yeah. my Brand trust is starting to waver. When was the last time you owned a Samsung phone? Oh, it would have been three years ago. Yeah, it was a Galaxy. What was that, the S7? Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Galaxy's a good phone. Yeah, because you loved your Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck, it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing screen, durable. Yeah. The amount of times I dropped that fucker and yeah. it still keep running. Yeah. Um, good battery life. Yeah, just a really, overall, the Galaxy brand is definitely a good good find but then I start getting nervous when with new products yeah yeah I think um, yeah all right so I was just having a look you asked the question about other people folding phones on the company LG has one on the way they haven't actually shown the world it at all yeah um Samsung's got the thing Huawei have got the Mate X which I think is the better design yeah, I'm not entirely sold on the but Oppo, either. Oppo has one coming, and it looks almost exactly the same as the Huawei Fold X. The Huawei or the Fold... What? Not Fold X, the Huawei Mate, uh, X. Mate X. Yeah. looks almost exactly uh, the no, same. No, it doesn't. It looks more like the Samsung. No, look at it. It folds out in, uh, that way, outwards. Yeah. As opposed to inwards. Yeah, I don't agree. See, and that's the... Oh, yeah, still, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a better design though. But this is the one that I think is cool. Right? Is the leaked image for the Motorola Razor 2019. Okay, yeah. Folding phone. Haven't heard from Motorola in a while. Well, they've done heaps actually, but... Not in Australia New Zealand, no. No, not, not locally. But, so picture what you remember the old Razors looking. The old folding phone yep. and... Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, flip top. That's the new one. Oh, yeah. I can see issues with it already, though. I mean, it's, it looks like it'll have the same screen. It potentially have the same screen issues. No, I think... But I like think... the idea of it being a folding phone, like a clamshell. Yeah, yeah I like I the clamshell. I think quite cool. The clamshell fold is definitely cooler. Hmm. Like, that's legit what I would be thinking of as a foldable phone, not a screen that yeah. folds. Because I'd be so... Like, you when you put a phone down... Like, you can't... You have no covers for that. If no. your screen is on the outside and it folds... Yeah. Like, that doesn't... But this like, is on the inside. This is on the inside, like... Uh, yeah, I know. I'm talking about the others. Yeah. Just let me finish. You're talking about the Huawei and the Oppo. The Huawei, Oppo, and the Samsung Fold, wasn't it? The Samsung Fold doesn't have a proper screen on the outside. It's like that screen. Oh, yeah, and then it opens up. Yeah. So the Samsung Fold, the whole open up to a full-size screen, mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Yeah. What you don't like about the Huawei and the Oppo is that the folding screen's exposed. Yeah, the folding, the fold screen is the front and the back of the phone. Yeah. Which, when opened, becomes a one big screen. One big tablet, yeah. Yeah. And then you have, like, nothing at the back. Yeah. Um, so my issue with that is when it's a phone, 
you're exposing the back to. Like you put the phone down on yeah, table, it's going to get scratched. Tables on all that kind yeah. of stuff. And we already just, and we've just seen by Samsung that that screen's not durable. Yeah, so practicality. I I'm not a big fan of the Huawei Huawei and Oppo yeah. folding screens. The Motorola though, the clamshell. That looks cool. Eh? Looks fucking cool. Yeah. Um, if it my happens, only problem. With, you have to remember that's a leak. As yeah, well. yeah. So it may not even be happening. My problem with that one is a clam when you open it is actually the hinge mm-hmm. and by the looks of that leaked photo it actually indents so yeah. the touching the screen yeah. is going to be a real pain in the ass. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's enough for Samsung Fold. I think we've torn that baby to pieces. Look, this is what I'm going to say. My last thoughts on the Samsung Fold. I think really? it's cool. Do we need more thoughts? No, no, no. I think it's cool that Samsung are still innovating. I just think this is an innovation we didn't make. That's my thought. Okay. I'm sure they'll take that on board. Yep. Some done. scientist somewhere yeah. in the go, R&D look, department of Samsung yeah. has gone. We listened to this podcast. Yeah. And nobody said this until now. Yeah. We didn't need this. Maybe we just shouldn't release this phone. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs>
but we have four lenses. The Huawei P30. Yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty. Ex, it's like you said earlier. It's one of the most exciting phones. Yeah, it's out of um, all the phones that have been announced in the last twelve months. It's yeah. the only one that's excited me. Yeah, I think mainly because um, they've definitely thought of their market. Mm. This is photographers and videographers mm. that they are seriously pushing this shit to. Yeah, and these these are the people that are paying thousands of dollars for camera lenses. Mm. Well, when we first started our show X amount of years ago, years and years and years ago, yeah, back then in smartphone, it was the early days of smartphones too. Like smartphones had only been a thing for about a year when yeah. we started our show, and for like the first two three years of our show, we were always talking about stop giving us better cameras, stop giving us weird features yeah, like focus on the battery the, life. What we want is battery life. Huawei, in my opinion, were the first to address battery life and get it right. Yeah, I'd say them and Samsung. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd still say Huawei did a better job. Like, Huawei were the first phone that they came out and it was like, I can get 100% guaranteed that I'll get 10 hours battery life out of my phone almost every day. I disagree. Samsung actually came out with better batteries before. Okay. Huawei did. Yeah. But I think they're at the point now where they've got the best battery. Yeah. Yeah, Huawei. It doesn't explode, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and they're super fast charging and all that sort of shit too. Now, um, now that they've gotten to that point, I think they're the ones in the best position to be able to address the camera issue. Um, Google... To be honest, I didn't even know there was a camera issue. Well, there wasn't a camera issue. Oh, sorry. Is it really I an issue? I didn't realise there was a camera issue until this phone was announced. Like, I didn't, I didn't look at your phone, because you've got the P20, yeah. and think... Your camera could be improved. Yes. I didn't look at your phone and think that camera could be improved upon until the P30 came out and I was like, ooh, that totally needed to be improved upon. So I think, hey, Super Zoom, fucking amazing. So you're going to to explain Super Zoom to me. So Super Zoom is basically there's a zoom, standard zoom, being able to zoom in on something that you would normally. Well, no, it is. It's Super Zooms. Okay. Best example (laughs) I can give you is. Somebody the other day, it was actually a phone reviewer who I'm friends with. Um, okay, online. yeah, we get it. He, he took a photo yeah. of a Huawei phone case from one end of the store to the other. Right? So it was on the back wall of the store. Yeah. He was over by the front of the store. He zoomed in, and not only could he see the case, but he could read the price tag. Okay, cool. So the detail, um, it's not just that you can zoom in for, for, uh, really far. You also so great for detectives. Good for detectives. Who are oh. stalking out people. Good for concerts. Imagine being at a concert, being able to actually take a photo of the person on stage. Yeah, yeah, actually. That'll come down to your lighting rather than your super zoom. Yeah, but that's what it comes down to as well, though, because you're going to be able to zoom right in. But you could always zoom pretty close. Not as far as the new one, but the photo quality would be shit. Yeah. Whereas with this, you're able to zoom further than you could, and the quality is amazing. Can it get like, so are you saying it's like microscopic? Can it do up close? I don't know. I think potentially it could. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So it's got mechanical, uh, mechanical, physical zoom feature in it, and then it gets to about halfway and then digitally does the rest. Yeah. What I actually liked about the phone itself, hmm. and... You just slightly touched on it was was the photography aspect mm. um, because I take my camera I've got a Canon mm-hmm. 
and all my lenses mm-hmm. and I go shooting. Mm-hmm. Now with my Canon I actually have issues because it's not like uh, like multi thousand dollar. No, camera. it's not a cheapie but it's not but a it's not, it's not, cheap it's not a really high end one. Yeah, like I'd cry if it broke. <laughs> yeah. Um but one of the issues I do have with it is shooting at night. Mm. And I actually need to have special lenses which I can't afford. Yeah. To be able to get those night Starry night um, shots. Yeah. What are you gonna have? What what happens when you when there's a blood moon and you have to get that photo for Instagram? Yeah. Now what I have noticed with everybody that's bought the P30 mm-hmm. and the P30 Pro is all of a sudden they're really into astronomy. Yeah. All of them. Are. Yeah. <laughs> Every single like, one. You, you get, go on Instagram. Go hashtag P30. It's all moon every photos. person has gone and put up a. Uh, Star, st- a starry sky night. Yeah, or a moon photo. Or a moon, moon photo. A moon yeah. photos are pretty cool though. Yeah. Like, because um, I'm, um, my mum being quite the geek. She's, she's one of those telescope people. Yeah, they're weird. And yeah, but yeah, I grew up with that and so I grew up loving the moon. The moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you believe anyone lives there? Yeah, maybe. The moon people? Moon people? I don't know. To be, you're such a duck. Um, the now that is actually quite cold. Yeah. Um, and the reason for me is to why is it why that's cold. It's not so much for the fact that I can now take pictures in the sky. Mm. Um, it's though definitely not for the landscape photos, which I definitely probably will do at night. Yeah. Like, could you imagine Uluru taking a pick of um, being out in the outback here in Aussie. Yeah, at night. At night. That'd be beautiful. Like all those stars, yeah. there's no light pollution out there. Well, even, even you have ears the, rock, it'd be fucking... Even out in the country in New Zealand, like, think about when we used to go out to your grandfather's place. Oh, yeah. And we couldn't really take good photos at night out on the farm. Yeah, out in Texas. Yeah, because there's no... No light pollution. There's no light pollution or anything there, so getting a photo at night there was yeah. really hard. And especially when it was stormy out there too, yeah. it just looks stunning, yeah. fucking stunning. Yeah, but yeah, I can now take those photos. Um, but it's actually not for those. The, the main reason why I would probably use a night camera vision type stuff, it's not even night camera vision, it's taking normal photos during night time. It's actually when I'm out having dinner or at a restaurant or something. At a restaurant or at the club. Yeah. Because I've decided that I'm like 20 years old again. Yeah. Um, and you need to take two weeks off afterwards to recover. Yeah, and taking those photos um, that you can't generally do. Because I'm, I'm a dark person. <laughs> I'm not touching that with a temple pole. <laughs> and so when I take a photo of me, yeah. it's either going to come out really white. Mm-hmm. So you look nothing like yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I look like a white dark person. Mm-hmm. Or... I just fade into the background. Yeah. It's one or the other. Mm. Now I get to look absolutely stunning. Because I always do. She always looks stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's actually what appealed to me about that, about the taking the photos at night time. Yeah. Um, then there's the videography aspect. Yeah. Oh, and the videography. The videos look stunning, don't they? Yeah. So it's um, like... Stunning videos, yes. It's actually the jewel. Um, jewel lens. Jewel lens. Yeah. And actually taking advantage of jewel lens. Everybody goes, oh yes, I've got quad camera. Hmm. 
which to be honest to somebody like me who doesn't really get all of that techy shit mm-hmm. I'm just like cool but you know I don't really give a fuck yeah you can tell me it's wine camera and takes a really good photo mm. and I don't mm. tell me it's got a four and then I still look at it through one screen yeah. <laughs> I know that's not how it works but that's what it kind of means to me yeah the uh, absolutely only, nothing the only other thing on the Huawei P30 that I thought was amazing mm. I mean there's a few different things that I thought were cool um, weren't groundbreaking though but the big one that got me, and it's a f- you were the same, was the first time either of us have looked at the Huawei laptops. Yes. Thought, I want one. Yeah. So the Huawei P20. Yeah. It was kind of this joke that the Huawei P20s could have phone sex. Yeah. Because you They charge each other. Yeah. Do you put your phone up against another person's phone and then they'd make love, but in fact it was it's just charging. Yeah. In the same way you can actually transfer files and data. Hmm. And so um rather that's than that's been an old thing though, being able to transfer data between phones. By, by touching push, them together. Yeah, by touching them together. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it was just that whole hmm. and that whole phone sex. Hmm. Now the Huawei P thirty gets to have phone sex with a laptop. And that's kind of hot. Yeah, it's like inter intertextual. Yeah. So what I did, <laughs> it was the first time. So I'm actually in the market for a, a new, new laptop. laptop. Yeah, because you want what three years old now. Yeah, it's like it's nothing really wrong with it. It's a little bit scuffed up on yeah. the outside, um, and I just I just need an upgrade. Yeah. Um, but no, my my Lenovo yoga's done me done me good. Hmm. But you're looking for a new a new. Yeah, so I was actually going to get the Lenovo. The new yoga? Yeah, the new yoga. Because um, it looks sexy, the new yoga. Yeah, 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 and that's what I want. I want a sexy laptop yeah. to go with the sexy me. Yeah. Uh, so when they did their thing in March, uh, Huawei did the press release, or not the, the big announcement in March, mm. and they had the phone, and then they took that little sexy phone and they tapped it. On the laptop. On the laptop. And that laptop took the data that that person wanted them mm. to have. And I was like, oh my god, the amount of photos and videos that I've got on my phone. Yeah, you just want to transfer over and don't want to fuck around by uploading and yeah, downloading I don't, it. Yeah, and plugging my fucking USB into my USB-C yeah. and all that shit. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of, like, there's, it's not impossible to, and to be honest, it's not really difficult to transfer your data for, or your stuff on your phone no. over to your laptop. It's not difficult anymore. But they just took it that one step easier by just saying, all you have to do is put the phone on top of the laptop. Yeah. So instead, the steps you would normally go through is one, select your files that you wanted, two, upload, um, choose where you want to send it, three, send. This way it's gone, choose the files you want to send, two, tap. Done. Done. Yeah. And like that to me is amazing. Yeah. Somebody who does a lot of work on, I mean, I take a lot of images mm. on and uh, read a lot of files. So mm. this is another problem I have. I will read a lot of emails on my phone. Yeah. Um, download. PDF or something. PDF or something. Get to my computer and go. Oh fuck, that's right. I downloaded it on my phone. Yeah. I have to download it again yeah. onto my laptop. Yeah. I don't have to do that no more. Yeah, you just tap it. Yeah, just tap. Um, because I mean, apart from that, like the 
Huawei laptop isn't an amazing device. Like, it's just a laptop. Yeah. It's just a laptop. It's a good looking laptop. Yeah. But it's just a laptop, right? So. Apple laptops. But this one, I was just about to say that. Right? We've gotten to the point now with laptops where they're not trying to be gimmicky anymore. Yeah. They're just trying to be a better laptop. Yeah. They're just, look, this is what I am. I'm a laptop and I've either got a shit keyboard or a good keyboard or a shit screen or a good screen. Like, it's just trying to make it a better laptop now. Getting rid of the gimmicks, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this one gimmick, I think, actually, is a good one. Yeah. Look, it is one of the phones that I would recommend 100%. to buy. If you are going to be purchasing a new phone, I would say fuck every other phone. Go with the P30, P30 Pro. You're probably going to get more battery life out of it. Hmm. Um, your photos are going to be amazing, yeah. so you can consider becoming an Instagram influencer. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's just got a lot of features that are just intuitive. Yeah, and I think the one big thing that I've used is a... Uh... And it's probably, out of all the phones, the one that's most value for your money. Yeah, oh, definitely value for money. It's still a fucking expensive phone. Yep. But... But when you consider how much an iPhone is now, like, I some know, of the iPhones are shit. upwards of two grand now, so... No, absolute shit. Yeah, but what I was going to say was, the big thing, big selling point I have with uh, Huawei, especially if you're an iPhone user, and this is the thing, a lot of iPhone users are over Apple now, but they're just too scared to learn how to use a new phone. The beauty of Huawei is EMUI, their um, launcher for Android, yeah. operates exactly the same as iOS. Yeah. And that's a big selling point for someone being able to just jump over and start using it. Yeah. Um, memory wise, pretty good too. 128 gig is the, or the just the P30. Mm. That's all that comes in, 128 gig. Mm. The Pro goes up to 512. So I think you're going to get 128 and 512. Yeah. Gig. That's a shit. I was going to say that's, that's gig. Five hundred twelve gig. Not like my first MP3 player, which was five hundred and twelve megabytes. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cute. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So definitely um, P30 Pro for this year. Um, if you are going to spend that amount of money on a phone, and you're looking at spending that amount of money on that particular phone at the moment, aren't you? Um, the phone, yes, and the laptop. Yeah, you're you're actually considering putting down your own money on both those. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm considering it. Yeah. Oh, for the phone, yes, that's a definite. Mm. Um, laptop's still up in the air whether you're going to buy a new laptop or not. Yeah, I, oh yeah, well it's a laptop. But a laptop's a laptop, right? Mm. So um, the only reason why I'm dubious about getting the current laptop is I don't know if they're bringing out another laptop. Yeah, which will piss you off. Which will fuck me off. But I mean, like, this day and age, if you were going, you can't... I remember I always used to have the fear of I don't want to buy this and then in 12 months time they're going to release a new one like now it's inevitable so you just can't think like that anymore yeah like I, yeah, I get that with phones but not with the laptop oh I think it's with laptops as well definitely yeah okay maybe yeah so the P30 Pro yeah. is the one I want to upgrade to yeah um but yeah I was going to make a phone call <laughs> alright let's move on to the next one
It's the year 2013. Oh, are we going, we're going back in time. We're okay. going back we're in time. We're getting timey-wimey. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, uh, I don't want to go through all the things it does and whatnot, but I want to tell you a little bit more about uh, the motivation behind what led to it. In addition to uh, potentially socially isolating yourself when you're you know, out and about looking at your phone, it's kind of, uh, you know, is this what you're meant to do with your body? You know, you're standing around there and you're just like rubbing this uh, featureless piece of glass, you know, you're just kind of moving around. So when we developed glass, we thought really about, can we make something that frees your hands? You saw all the things people are doing in the video back there. They are all wearing glass, and that's how we got that footage. Uh, and also, you want something that frees your eyes. That's why we put the display up high, you know, out of your line of sight, so it wouldn't be where you're looking. Um, it wouldn't be where you're making eye contact uh, with people. Before we go ahead, I yeah. think there's a future in this. I think Google Glass will be amazing. I think everybody by 2019, everyone will be wearing Google Glass. <laughs> are we still in 2013? Um, yeah, no, we're, we're going to... Okay, let's, let's jump to the future now, yeah, and let's jump. see if my prediction's correct. Yeah, we're going, we're going now to 2015. Okay, 2015. Is Two every, years. Okay, so is everybody wearing Google Glass now? Well, we're about to find out. Okay. This is actually from the New York Times. Yeah. Uh, Nick Bolton, who was the writer at the time. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. This is the part in the tale where I should probably explain what Google Glass is. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So it's two years after the Glass Collective was formed and people still don't know about it. Well, just let me finish what, okay. um, what our mate Nick had to say. Yeah. Google Glass didn't just trickle out into the world. Instead, it exploded with the kind of fuss and pageantry usually reserved for an Apple I something. Apple I something. That's what he said, Apple Isolate. That's the next device they're going to release, by the way. Yeah. From its unveiling in 2012, it was considered the gadget yearned after by everyone, from nerds and chief executives to chefs and fashionistas. Was it though? Was it? <laughs> it was the must-have toy that was going to set the gold standard for a new class of wearable computers. It was even named in Time magazine, Best Inventions of the Year. It got a 12-page spread in Vogue magazine. In Vogue magazine? Yeah. Okay. Even The Simpsons devoted a show to the good glass. Not always a good thing. The Simpsons devoting a show to something? Yeah. Yeah. Then continues on. Mm. Poof. Gone. All that fanfare for nothing. So, by 2015, Google Glass had literally become the bane people were fighting in bars yeah because they thought they were being recorded yeah well i remember i remember covering this yeah a few years ago and we were talking about glass holes yeah glass holes yeah and look even then i still wanted one the technology for it i thought would be amazing and because i'm useless when it comes to google maps hmm. um having it in my vision where i'm not looking down at my fucking phone all the time hmm. and bumping into shit was definitely something that... How are you useless at Google Maps? I don't get it. Oh, because you know when it goes, it does that those little blue dots? Yeah. 
But then you're at like this intersection and you're like, am I going left or right? Because you're not really sure. Yeah, 100% sure. It's on the map in front of you. Yeah, but when it doesn't centre, when the fucking map doesn't centre, which happens, used to happen quite a lot with me. Okay. It didn't do the auto centre. Yeah. And so your arrow would show you that you were pointing the wrong way. So oh, yeah. Turn. Especially in cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then you'd turn, you'd start walking and find out, oh no, you're supposed to go backwards. Like, yeah. used, they used to fuck me off. Yeah, okay. So having that in my um, vision. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool idea. Yeah, it kind of appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked the spy aspect of the video camera. I was like, yeah, I am going to be recording you. Yeah. You crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, but people got a violent, massive backlash against privacy. I mean, that's ironic now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it just... Gone. Well, they actually pulled out of the consumer market. Yeah. They didn't pull out the enterprise market. Mm. So Google Glass, technically, is still a thing. Yeah. Well, the technology, I think this is... I remember saying the same thing about um, uh, Microsoft's HoloLens, right? Yeah. That HoloLens was never going to be a consumer device. It was far too expensive. The tech was overcooked. Yeah. All that. And it's exactly what's happened is it wasn't a waste of time as a uh, R&D product and for a proof of concept. Yeah. It was something that ended up becoming Windows VR. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's leave 2015 behind. Okay. It's a weird year anyway. It is a weird year. Uh, let's go to... Oh, isn't that the year we moved to Australia? Um, maybe. No, 2016. Yeah, 2015 when I got the job offer. Okay, continue. Oh, 2015 was a great year for me, actually. Yeah, 2015 was a great year. Yeah, until I got rid of Google Glass and I was like, oh, that's such a shame. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's go to 2018. Yeah, so we're in last year. Yeah. We're a year behind. Oh, cool. I can undo some mistakes I've made in the past Yeah, months. you've made some. You, shouldn't, you need to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 2013, a press release... Um, is released. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Yeah, that's what press releases do. Usually to the press. Yeah. Uh, this is by a company called North. Yep. And they're talking about Focals. This thing called Focals. Which is a pair of custom-built glasses with a transparent holographic display. I thought, you were, okay. I thought you were going to say a pair of... Uh, a pair of... Uh, viewing things with two transparent... Glass things in front of your face. So it's like, it's like you're literally explaining glasses right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, focals. Yeah. Um, so I actually saw this last year and thought, okay, focals sounds a lot like good glass. Hmm. It's talking about a holographic Holograph. screen. Yeah. Mm, okay, using focals. Yep. This is what they actually said. You can see and respond to texts, get turn-by-turn directions, check the weather, request an Uber, talk to Amazon Alexa, and more. Seamlessly and immediately. Mm. The glanceable and minimalist interface gives you control over what's happening in your digital world without pulling you away from what's in front of you. Focals come in two styles, classic and round. Three colours, black, tortoise, and grey fade. And offer either prescription or non-prescription lenses. Well, I like that. The frames themselves are thoughtfully designed. Uh, the materials are combined with a holographic display system hidden inside the frame, create a bleed of design and u- utility. The resulting aesthetic is bold enough to make a statement, but discreet enough for everyday eyewear. So basically, the glasses, they're pretty big glasses. Mm. So we saw these yesterday. 
Yeah, we actually watched the Business Insider mm. um, chapter, the review of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, essentially they go glasses but look like proper glasses and don't look so fucking geeky. Yeah. They look like the glasses that have a use. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 uh, they're like bulky glasses. There's, the arms are still slightly bulky. Yeah, like a lot of us, when we're purchasing our glasses, actually go for the thin yeah. thin frames. It's very rarely, unless you're in the whole hipster vibe. Well, this pair of glasses I've got now is literally the first time I've ever bought glasses that weren't intentionally thin. Yeah, which have a thick, yeah. kind of a thicker frame. Hmm. Uh, and these are those type of glasses, definitely yeah. that thicker frame yeah. around them. Um, the difference between the north and glass was that you can control your uh, what you are seeing in front of you mm. using a ring. Yes. That you were just kind of... It's like the halo or something it's called. It's basically a joystick, a joystick on a ring. Yeah, joystick on a ring. Yeah. Um, and for all of us who wear rings, that's actually not a problem. No, and I wear rings all the time. So. Yeah, because you're constantly fiddling with your rings anyway. Yeah. You turn them and you toto with them and hmm. all that kind of stuff. I, I specifically have a ring that spins, so I have something to play with. Yeah. Um, let's jump into our current yep. 2019. We're in 2019, guys. Okay. All right, you ready? Yep. Okay, Hawaii. And we've talked a shitload about them today. Hmm. Um... They mentioned their iSmartware. Yes. What's it called? Is it iSmart? Oh, it's know. it's it's got a really basic name. Um, Just googling this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, the it has got a really basic name. But I mean, I they weren't didn't even tease these. I just kind of dropped it on. Yeah, because they, they, they did the... It was, what was strange was they did the phone, which is normal. Then they did the um, headphones they, and Bluetooth aimed, speakers. everybody's just calling it glasses, yeah. by the way. Okay. Yeah, and they did all the bloody accessories and stuff like that, which Huawei do that for some reason. They always announce their cases and accessories and stuff at their big, announce, at their big launches. I think everybody does. Apple does the same. Yeah. Um, and then they were like, but wait, there's more. Yeah, so then they release, I'll give you a preview, sorry, they don't release shit. Mm. <laughs> they gave you a preview and a brief interaction mm. into the new Ice Smartware range, which has been made with uh, Gentle Monster. Mm. And they, uh, Gentle Monster are actually a Korean brand. They got some cool fashion swag. Yeah, well they're, they're actually a designer mm. for um, eye, eyewear. Mm. Um, and so these smartware glasses actually look legit fucking cool. Yeah. Like glasses that you would actually buy. You're not... The arms don't look too thick. The frames don't look too weird. Yeah. Um, it's using bone conduction. Yeah. Um, it's a speaker. Yeah. Because I think that's what North did as well. North has got bone conduction Yeah, too. they do too. Um, the only thing they didn't show you was actually what that would... What, the, what it actually does. No, the holographic. Well, I don't think it does have holographic. Like, hey, we had this discussion last night. They never mentioned holographic. No, they didn't. Display. They just didn't show you. What All they talked to you about was the fact that it had speakers. Yeah. But you, uh, that's not a smartware. It is still a smartware. No, it's not. If it's got okay, if it's got Amazon Alexa or Google, um, it will have Google. I can yeah, get Google Assistant you. built into Google it. Google Assistant. Uh, it's got a microphone and it's got a speaker. 
It's got all of those, and it's got a camera. They have said it's got a camera. Yeah, they also mentioned right. AR. Did they? Yes, they did. So you're not going to have uh, smart eyewear and glasses and go, oh, yeah, AR, and then go, oh, but no holographic. I'm going to look this up, because I can't remember them mentioning AR. You might they be right. They did. Yeah. 100% they did. Are you seriously? Yes, I am. I'm seriously this? having a look. Okay, off you go. Yeah. Um... Now, these glasses are supposed to be released in June, July this year. So that's not far away. No, it's still nothing. Yeah. Apart from what they mentioned and the small little snippets of information that you get. Yeah. Uh, no. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. No. But if you manage to find a Huawei employee who's wearing glasses, <coughs> yeah. I'd ask to wear those. There you go. They, they, they haven't showed the AR, but they have mentioned the AR. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah you're right. And that's strange, because uh, they don't look like they would have AR at all on them. Yeah, well, they actually did, when they pull apart, like, there's a video. You can actually go on Twitter and have a look at the video itself. Okay, oh. Um, and they pull apart the lens. Yeah. Uh, the, sorry, the Bam. frame. Yeah. What do you call these iframe? The arm. The arm. Yeah. Your eyes have arms? Okay. No, my glasses have arms. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> um, you can actually see that they've got a um, computer processing chip. Yeah, yeah. I knew they had a computer processing chip and all that, but it doesn't yeah. have anything to project onto yeah, the Yeah, right next to the computer processing chip are four different um, little light ah. things on them on either side. Okay. And so it was, it was a definite... Yeah, it's going to have holographic. Yeah. But no one knows actually what that looks like. Probably the best thing they could do because uh, it's actually the holographic display that fucks up a lot. It yeah. fucks up in the Google Glass. And that's what fucked up in fucked the north. Fucked up in the north. Yeah, the girl had to go and get hers recalibrated. Yeah, yeah. Because um, no, nobody's face is the same. But the way if I, you put on my glasses, yeah, um, they're not going to sit on your face the same. So... The holograph is either going to be in the wrong position or you're just not going to see it. Yeah. So I actually think we've had a little bit of a hint as to how the holographic thing, calibration whole thing will work. Because if you're going consumer market, mm. you're not going to be able to... Unlike North, North is very bespoke. Yeah. It's perfectly crafted to your face. Yeah. But Huawei does consumer. Yeah. And so I think we've had a little bit of a sneak peek into how that calibration is going to work with the Lenovo um, and Google things, you know, where you put your phone in? Oh, yeah, yeah, the... Yeah, the VR, AR. Yeah, the AR. Yeah. Headset. Yeah. And so then you go through this calibration process. Yeah. And I think... Mirage. Mirage, yeah, yeah. I think where it's a slight... Hmm. It's a very similar to that. That whole... Calibration process. Mm. You know, look up, look down. Yeah. It's in front of you, beside you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see if how that will work for those one prescription. Yeah. Uh, but I think it'll be totally possible. Mm. I mean, we saw it with North, so if North can do it with yeah. prescription, there's no reason well, why. Well, when I was watching the North thing, I was like, I could buy those. Yeah. You know, I saw the price, $600 US, I was like, oh, maybe I won't buy those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I'd, I'd personally love to try the Huawei ones. I think they'd look really cool. Yeah, it's the, the only thing that... Because I think the Huawei's are going to be expensive. The only thing that, diff, that 
that is different for me from those in North, mm. apart from the fact that North's already out, mm. um, was actually the restrictive um, styles. Yeah. North only came out with three different colours and two different styles. Yeah. I think Huawei were coming up with a similar situation. Only a couple of colours and a few. No, they've got shitloads. Oh. Sunglasses. Oh, cool. Um, that was all in the presentation. Okay, I didn't realise that they were all the smart glasses. Those are all the smart glasses. Okay, I they were just random people with random glasses on to go, oh, look, these people who've got I glasses. I thought they were just showing off all of um, the designers previous designs of glasses just to give you an idea of who, who they were. I didn't realise yeah. they were all... Are they still... Yeah. No, why would they do that? I don't know. China. No. They, they also once did a big presentation over in China with a collaboration between Samsung and... Um, um, what's the company? What's the company that all the hype beast kids wear? Supreme. Oh, okay, right? yeah. Did this big announcement and they brought the CEO of Supreme up on stage and all that. You know, it turned out that that wasn't even Supreme that they'd been working with. Oh, that's funny. It was a knockoff company calling themselves <gasps> Supreme. Oh, my goodness. That's what I mean. Like, that's why I thought they might have done it just to sort of say, hey, this is this company. This is all their work. This is... Look how legit this is. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. I didn't even know about that. So Hilarious, though. Oh, I don't remember it. Yeah, it is funny, actually. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I think um, in regards to that, it's the designers, yeah. the designs mm. that I'm more interested 100%. in. It's going to look good. It's going on my fucking face. Yeah. I don't want it to look like I have a laptop on my face. My thoughts on I that. I don't want my face being restricted by technology. You still have to see the beauty. Yes. My beauty. Yes. Either has to. I don't want you to see my glasses. I want you to see my beautiful, flawless face. Yes. Which it is beautiful and flawless. Yeah. It may even enhance. And so that was my only problem. Yeah. It won't enhance. Nothing can enhance perfection. Yeah, maybe highlight. It won't highlight jack shit. Because it's already perfect. It's already perfect. <laughs> How do you highlight perfection? Um, so this is my only thoughts with something like the glasses. I think it's going to be a situation like smart watches. Uh, before I had a smart watch, I had no need for a smart watch. Until I had a smart watch. Yeah, I still don't have a smart watch. Do you know why? Because I don't fucking need a smart watch. Yeah, yeah but I think, I think it's the same with smart glasses. As it's one of those situations where, do I need smart glasses in my life? No. Yes. You don't need them. Yes. Until you own them, then you're going to be like, I love having these. No, or, no, no, if no. they're invasive and shit. No, no, why you need them is because, let's be honest, every single one of us at some stage in our childhood wanted a Best Buy. Well, that's what I like my smartwatch for. No, and I want to be... get secret messages on it. I want to be a spy or be like Iron Man. What's the Iron Man element? Because Iron Man looked through his Oh, he's got the glasses, heads up displays, yeah. And it brings up all, all that stuff. I want that shit because I want to be like Iron Man. By the way, good point for a good time to go into a segue. Yeah, it's that time. Yep. Okay, spoiler time. Wait. So, mm-hmm. final thoughts on the Google Glass. Yeah. The North, the Huawei. Are you excited or not? I am excited, but hesitant. Okay. Mm. Excited, but hesitant. I'm totally excited because I want to be Iron Man. Yeah. Which leads us into our next segment. Yeah. It's Avengers time.
Alright, so if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame... Yeah, this is the part where you turn off. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, it's been great uh, having you tune in. You can come back and listen to this section later, okay? Yeah, yeah. So we, I'm going to count down for you. In five, you've got five seconds to go. Four. I'm nearly there. be turning off that phone. We, what we, is that? Two, four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Yep, just about there. Yep. Okay. Two. One. All right. They're gone now. Yeah, They're we gone. can talk. It's just us. It's just Let's go. Firstly... Those guys that just turned off the podcast, how have they not seen this movie yet? I don't know. Like, what are they waiting for? Are they, are they the tempting... What have you been doing with your are life? Are they tempting fate with, like, trying to be in this world without spoilers? Yeah. Odd. Very, very... Brave. Odd. Brave or dumb. I wouldn't say brave, I'd just say odd. Um, okay. Here we go. We've all seen the movie. We've all seen it. If Did, you have, <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of questions. One, did you like it? I, did you actually like it? Okay. So when we saw it, we went to... Uh, we were luckily... Invited. I don't need a backstory on yeah. how you watched the movie. I just want to know, did you okay. or did you not like the movie? What I was going to say is, I've had a few days to chew this over. Yeah. Um, I fucking love the movie. I think it's an amazing combination of everything that Marvel has done over the last 11 years. Um, they wound up a whole heap of stories... Uh, they did a whole bunch of fan service, like things that they didn't need to do, but it was cool. Okay. Um, I feel like it's genuinely, it was a film where I got to the end of it and I was just like, this has put an explanation point on an amazing... Explanation? Exclamation? Exclamation. Is that how it's said? Yeah. Exclamation point on... On exclamation mark. Yeah. On, okay, a full stop. Let's put a full stop. Okay. Yeah. On. Yeah. Something that has never been done before in cinema, and they've pulled it off almost flawlessly over the last ten years, and the end was done perfect. So you liked the movie? That's what I just said. Yeah, but you just referenced all twenty-one movies. Yes. Okay, but the movie, yes, it was perfect. I it. Okay, controversial opinion. <laughs> Why did you bring them like that? I was like, controversial. You better not be saying you don't like it because... I'm not a big fan of it. Why? Okay. Um, and we're just talking the movie itself. Just the movie itself? Yeah. I found the beginning too rushed. Okay. I get it. Like, like There's a lot of things I, I, I get. You don't need to all explain to me why it was rushed at the beginning. I understand. I just found that a little bit rushed, and then there were scenes in there that I was like, mm, a bit too long, but I get it because it sets scenes. Um, the plot holes. What plot holes? <laughs> um, okay, so I guess it's not really a plot hole because it's a. It's just an unanswered question, okay. which was, um, when Iron Man dies, or just before Iron Man dies, he snaps his fingers. Alright, and you see Thanos disappeared. Now my jump to conclusion... This is mine as well. ...was that Thanos has died. Yeah. Which to me was a fucking stupid thing to do, because they just been talking about, spent the earlier parts of the movie, or the middle parts of the movie at least explain paradoxes mm. and timey-wimey shit and yeah. 
But they also said that that's not how time travel works. Yeah, and that's not how time travel works. And then you have the snap of the fingers, and you've basically just killed off past... Past Thanos. Past Thanos, in the current future. Yep. Which is like, well, that is in itself is a paradox, because none of the... No, 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 nothing, nothing from happened. 2014 would have happened. Would have happened. Yeah. Um, and so it should have brought back a whole lot of people that died and all this kind of drama. Yeah. Now, now it's been a couple of days and there's been a million fucking videos trying to explain yeah. that paradox because they all picked up on that shit too. Yeah. And I get it that there is nothing to say that he just snapped his fingers and that Thanos just disappeared. It could have been he snapped his fingers and Thanos returned back to the original timeline and everything resets. Correct? Could do. Yeah. That's a possibility that could have happened. But then, current Gamora, past Gamora. Past Gamora? Current Gamora's dead. Yeah, because current Gamora's dead. Past Gamora. Is in current time. Is in current time. In reality, she should have got snapped back. Into the timeline. So okay, so I don't agree because with you. Why do you Gamora, think she should have been snapped back? Because past Gamora has to die. As present Gamora. Uh, no, well, past Gamora is going. Um, has has she, a, she had to go back to twenty fourteen so she could live through to twenty eighteen and get killed by yeah. Thanos, and then thus the cycle begins. Yeah. But then you, uh, but then you see Peter Quill hmm. looking. For Gamora. For Gamora. Yeah. Okay, so this is what I said to you literally the day after the movie when we started talking about this was is there some paradoxical issues? Yes. But I'm willing to put those aside because I enjoyed the rest of the movie. Like, I put this down to almost like pro wrestling. As pro wrestling, you need to. Do not! Listen! Do not, Eric! Do not! Do not fucking compare! Do not compare! Marvel script writing. The WWE script writing. Yeah, to WWE. Not, okay, no, but I'm not. I'm not. Days of Our Lives and Bold of the Beautiful script no, writing. I am not comparing it to the script writing. What I am saying is, sometimes you have to ignore some stuff to enjoy it. So in WWE, you ignore no. you ignore the truth to to become absorbed in the story. No, you don't go through 21 years of making movies. Of creating, of 21 years, 21 movies, mm. 10 years, mm. of making these movies, mm. going through these intense story arcs, mm. making sure they all match up, everything's sinking in, it all coming to this conclusion, mm. to then go, you know what, you're just going to have to ignore this small little part of the end game, the final movie, in I'm order to enjoy. I'm, I'm writing it off as it being super complicated. Like, Tortoise Winton's character was trying to explain it. That's what I think. Who? Tortoise Winton's character. What's her name? The Give me the Marvel characters' names. I don't know any of these actors and actresses. Okay, I can't remember. I can't remember what her name is. The um the sorcerer lady. Scarlet. No, the sorcerer lady. Sorceress. No, not Scarlet Witch. What? The sorcerer lady. Fucking Doctor Strange's mentor. Oh, the monk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah, she she's explaining how the whole timeline thing works. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm putting it down to that shit. 
that doesn't make any sense. It does. You're putting it down to the part where she's explaining yep. how you can't have paradoxes. Yeah. But she's not just explaining that. She's explaining that it'll go Everything has to be returned to its original state. Yeah. And so then we're assuming, because it's the assumption, that that's what's happened. Yep. So therefore, Gamora, actually, past Gamora, can't be in current, current future. Who knows? She needs to have been sent back. So Peter Quill looking for her is a little bit fucking weird. Because he knows that she's dead. Um, one thing I did like about it was the fact that Thor looked like melted ice cream. Oh, fat Thor. Who, I want to know who else Oh, like the fact that he didn't yeah. um, lose his weight all of a sudden in some mysterious Weight Watchers episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, who else thought that was going to happen? Is that for some reason he was going to snap his fingers and using God powers, like all of a sudden go back to being cut, ripped Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And... Like, I was waiting for it the entire movie and it didn't happen. He was just fat, overweight, alcoholic for the entire time. It was amazing. Yeah. I am actually going to have to, when this movie comes out, buy it and re-go through everything. Yeah. I want to see what I've missed. Yeah. Like, I'm, I've Especially missed that fight scene. That fight scene? Like, there is no way. Like, you can't tell... No one can tell me that they've watched that movie once yeah. and managed to take in everything that yeah. happened. Like, who are, all these other, who are all those other people that come through those... Thing. They're not all, all Wakanda people. No, no, no. There was um, Wakandans. There was um, uh, the guys from Guardians of the Galaxy were in there as well. Yeah, I know. Was... No, but the other guys, not just the Guardians. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The space so they... pirates. Spa- yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were they called again? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, but all those guys. Yeah, and then there was other... other yeah, there's heaps. There's heaps. Tiny holes that got opened up. Not Tommy Wimey, Magic Sorcery Holes. I think that movie did a lot in three hours. I do, okay, do I think there was some pacing that could have been done better? Yeah, I do think so. Yeah. I wouldn't mind picking what we're going to end up getting is Joe and Anthony Russo are going to release a four-hour version of it. Yeah, I'd love to see an because I think there's cut. a lot missing. Well, there was stuff that was filmed that we know was filmed uh, that didn't take, make it into the movie. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I know that. That's why I said it would be cool to see the unedited version. Because um, I think there is a lot missing for the sake of the story. Yeah. And they've cut it for the sake of time. Yeah. Um, I don't... I think that's the one thing that kind of annoys me about Hollywood films in that regard. Like, three hours is a long time for a Hollywood movie. Yeah. I didn't... I would have been quite happy if that went a little bit longer in order to explain and give me the emotional feels that I needed. I think after fucking ten years of movies, like I don't think anyone would have complained if they said, "Look, it's going to be a four-hour movie." I think everyone would have gone, "I'm yeah. willing to that's do what that two-hour intermission." If we have to go back to the old-school way of having a halfway intermission, mm. totes cool with that. Give me that fucking experience. Yeah. Don't give me two hours of movie. Give me a cliffhanger. And I think this is where half an hour to go have a cigarette and a person yeah. take in what I've just seen. And I think this is where Avengers, uh, not Avengers, sorry, the whole Marvel movies, all those 22 movies, I think the beauty behind it is it's created an experience again with the cinemas. Yeah, I'll tell you it has. It's the only things that we pay to take our kids to. Like back in the day. No, we've had them to go see other movies. We've seen a shit ton of movies, babe. Yeah, but like. But it is Marvel, Marvel that made us go back. Yeah. Like it we don't wait. We don't wait for it to come out on YouTube. Yeah. Or whatever. 
yeah, we go. I think the only only Marvel one that we've missed, and by YouTube, it's I just mean because you can actually pay. Yeah, to we, see the we on yeah YouTube. we quite often will hire. We've got movies. a premium account. Yeah. We'll <laughs> we hire movies yeah. up there. Yeah, I think the only one that we haven't seen in the last five years in the cinema was Ant Ant Man and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp, we got that on YouTube. Yeah, and I'm glad we did that because it wasn't a good movie. It was a good movie. Yeah, but it wasn't super important. Oh, 100 percent Ant Man and Wasp was important. <sighs> Yeah, otherwise, who the fuck is it? Why the fuck is it um, the chick got a suit? You learned that at the end of the first movie. No, you didn't. You saw her get a get a suit, yeah. but then uh, that's it. Yeah, but... Yeah, you saw her get the suit. At Man and Wasp, you actually needed to say because everybody disappeared except for... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, literally what I was about to say is you can watch the first half hour of Ant Man and Wasp, skip to the end credit scene, done. It's everything you need to Yeah, say. but then it's not as funny. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why I said it is a good movie. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's worth watching. Yeah. Like, all of the Marvel movies are yeah, worth so watching. Yeah, so if it's worth watching... Watch it. You mean Hulk? Incredible Hulk. It's the only one that's not worth watching. Oh, not even... I can't... I can't get into this with you. What? Incredible Hulk? The movie Incredible Hulk is so not important. That's... Not... It's not worth watching. No, okay, well then none of the origin stories are. Skip Iron Man 1. Well, it's not even the same fucking banner, so... <laughs> yeah, I know. There's only one character from that movie that has stayed in continuity. Yeah, the father. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I thought, amazing movie. Um, yeah. It's okay. Do you know one thing I think they need to do, though? They need to have counsellors waiting outside each screen. <laughs> there was definitely a sense of loss when um, when that when movie I ended. Mean? No, not... Oh, yeah, okay. Right, so, lots you mean, of people... You just mean in general. Yeah, okay. I wasn't actually that upset over Iron Man. Oh, going. I cried. I know, you cried. I cried. And do you then... know where I cried? At Captain America. Okay, so this is what I do. Because I found that beautiful. Yeah, it was totally beautiful. That's, that's what, what I got cried me at. as well. But Iron Man died, I was like, oh, I am I sad? Cry- no, I started really. crying at Iron Man. <laughs> and then, like, once I realised what was happening, and then when Pepper did her, her farewell, yeah, you I, started, I started welling up again, and then they had the funeral scene, and I started welling up again, and I was like, okay, we can over this now. And I did, I started... I watched I the started, people in front of us, like, wiping their tears. I was like, wiping my tears! <laughs> but I started getting over it, and I was like, okay, we're good now. We're good. I'm not emotional anymore. Then the Captain America bit happened. Yeah. And then I was just like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. I'm not normally emotional when I watch movies. I don't get like that. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so for me, Iron Man dying was sad. Yeah. Yeah, but I wasn't heartbroken. Like, it didn't make me want to cry. You monster. I was just that sad. Bye. You monster. (laughs) We've invested ten years into this character, and you're just willing to let it go without shedding a tear. Yeah, for me, it was was like, yeah, I'm really sad. Um, My kids, I just thought of my kids. Oh, we came out. <laughs> I thought of my son, actually. We both came my out sons. of it. We were just like, our kids are not going to be okay with us. Yeah, I thought of both my sons, and I was like, they're not going to handle this well. Um, however, when Captain America, when at the end there, and I was like, he finally got Peggy. You got a, you got, you got a happy. He got, he got, he got that life. Yeah. And I was just like, that was that to me was touching and beautiful, uh, and that's what made me get teary. But Captain like, America, whatever. Captain Iron, Iron Man. Dying was just like, yeah, bye. Yeah, Black Widow didn't make me cry. Didn't make me sad. 
Oh, see, for me it did. I thought it was shocking. Yeah, I wasn't but, expecting that. Okay. I was expecting it once they took off on the ship together and they, we knew that they were going for the Soulstone. I was just like, oh, fuck. No, for, One of them for me, going to die. for me, um, for... Do you think they were going to find some loophole or something? <laughs> no, for when Tasha was dying, I just felt... I think the reason why I got upset with her was... Everything for her was unfair. Yeah, her entire life. Her entire was, fucking life and career was tough. Well, even the start of the movie was unfair. Like, yeah. the Avengers weren't together anymore. She was still trying to hold them together and still trying to solve like, crimes, yeah, cause, including, like, like, like what are we going to do about this family, right? Yeah. And then when she said, I didn't even know my dad's name. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, now I've got to fucking die for all these cunts. She, I, I don't think she just died for everybody. I think it was, it came down to being either... She died for everybody. Yeah, she did. But I think the option came down to it being her or Clint. And Clint had something to live for. Yeah, Hawkeye had a family that was going to return. Yes. She doesn't. Her family was already there. Um, so yeah, I, I cannot wait until I can purchase this um, film yeah. just so that I can go <laughs> shot by shot yeah. scene by scene yeah. and fully analyse it which Over I know by then it will be too late because a lot of geeks have paid um, to go see the movie like a million times already yeah and by then but we'll, for my we'll, own have, we'll have the behind the scenes stories as well by then too yeah but which I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to for yeah. my satisfaction that's what I need I need to pitch this movie mm. um, to do that Hopefully we'll be on Disney Plus when it comes out here. Well, just get it on YouTube. Everything comes out on YouTube first. Yeah, but I want Disney Plus. It's like I got Lucifer before it came out on, on YouTube. Before it came out on Netflix. Season 4. You know, we should do that next week. We should go through all of the pop culture part. Yeah. Go through all of the shows that we're looking forward to coming out. Yeah. We don't have MCU stuff to look forward to anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> Not for a while. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that kind of wraps us up. Yeah, it does. Um, good show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you might have noticed things are in a wee bit of a different format. Uh, Carice is now producing the show. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you said that just to blame me because... No, that wasn't a blaming thing. Issues, it's going to be in my fault. No, I was just about to say, we're trialling uh, new software. We're trialling a new way of doing this. Yeah. Um, if there are audio issues, don't send them to me because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Don't try and explain or give me step by steps, I'm not going to die. I want to hear from people though, if they're happy to have us back. And I don't want to hear if they're happy or if they're not. Nah. Imagine, yeah, imagine, all, imagine all the tweets are just. Oh, hashtags back. Yeah, hashtags back. Fuck you guys. Um, but, yeah, I think you should just start. I think we should just end. No, let me end the show the way we end the show. Fine, go. Okay, ready? So thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend. If uh, you heard this on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere like that, make sure you give us a, uh, a rating on there. Give us, let people know how awesome it is. It really helps. Um, and follow us on Twitter at hashtag RadioNZ or our personal ones 
at Fid McAwesome. At Chris McAwesome. And um, yeah, we'll see you back here next week. Kakite.